I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Matthew Breaker here. Um, I wanted to touch base with you guys before we get into the episode. This was originally supposed to be uh, interjected into the middle of the podcast episode of this past week um, as like a, a segment um, because it's an interview that I did with the trainer Marcel from Germany. He attended GoFest and was gracious enough to sit down and talk to me about his experience there. And what ended up happening was I went to edit the the audio so I could send it over to, to Astro and I realized that the uh, podcast platform that we were recording on uh, corrupted the audio uh, files. And I went back and forth with the, the podcast platform and they didn't know what's wrong. They were not able to recover uh, the clean audio that was recorded. Um, so I feel that it was only fair that I try to edit this as best as I can and get it out to you guys. I just think it would be extremely unfair to Marcel if uh, we just kept this on the back burner and, and didn't release it just due to quality. Um, so just keep that in mind, listen to it with a grain of salt. And, uh, I do hope that you enjoy the interview. Uh, I thought that his insight into what it was like, at a GoFest, for me being somebody that's never been to one, I cannot wait for one to come in a place that is uh, close enough for me to travel. But please enjoy this impromptu executive edition with Marcel. Where did your gamer tag uh, come from, Marcel? Um, so a good friend of mine who's also a teacher for musical instruments, he, he makes some seminars about music and then he, he writes some songs specifically for the person to learn and to, to see their flaws and to, to get them to, to learn new skills. And that's, he, he chose the name Marcello Martello and I'm going with that. For, for years now. Yeah. And it's just just the Italian version of my 
my my last name and uh, my surname. So Marcel Hammer, and Hammer yeah. in Hammer in, in Italian is much and Matello. So that's why. It's okay. Kind of, okay. So. I got you. So what part of the what part of the world uh, are you in? I'm in Germany. Uh, so okay. this this was a good good opportunity to go to Berlin because it was my mm -hmm. first in person fest, my first uh, experience at all, life experience because I don't play uh, not even for a year. So next week okay. I'll have my my year full. So yeah. Nice, congratulations. <laughs> Yeah. What uh? What was your starter Pokemon for the game? Oh my god. I <laughs> I, I, I I don't recall. I, I'd say Charmander. Okay. Okay. I got you. So uh, almost you know your your first year uh anniversary. Um, how far of a uh travel was it to Berlin from where you were at? For me, it was very easy, and that's why we chose to go. So I, I traveled with my girlfriend. Mm -hmm. She introduced me to Pokemon. She got me playing uh, at all. And so it, for us, it was a train okay. ride for about four hours. So probably oh, okay. really, really easy, really easy to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we heard that the, the tickets were going on for Berlin, I believe, sometime in like early, early May. Um, when you were purchasing your tickets, I know that originally when they announced like the GoFest, there was um, some controversy around like the additional add-ons for it. I believe that the the Berlin one they actually did uh, like in the in the uh, post that they made, they actually did include those add-ons. Um, did that affect like? have any impact in your decision to um, purchase the the add-ons or the ticket in general? Or when you heard that Berlin was going to be one of the sites, was it sort of like just a guaranteed in your mind, like, oh, we're going to go uh, to this GoFest? No. So that we go, that was pretty, pretty easy set pretty soon. Um, to be honest, I, I purchased the ticket and then afterwards I heard the BTW podcast where Wildcat ranted about the, the add-ons and I felt bad yeah. and I've, I tried to to get the other add-on because I we both purchased with the, just the Raid Lover add-on. Yeah. And to be honest, if I go again, I wouldn't get any add-on because it didn't feel good and I don't have the the feeling that I get the, the value out of it after all. Mm -hmm. uh, the, right. the egg, egg add-on was not for, for me at all. Um, there wasn't any specialties and there were no incubators included, which kind of feels bad in my opinion. And uh, the other one, the rate lover, yeah, you get a lot of rate passes, but there were nearly no rates on GoFest. So, oh, geez. So you had to spend it before or after. And when we were at technical support, we said, yeah, look, the service would crash if we would raid like every 20 minutes. But yeah, we paid like 16 euro extra for, I, I believe, 21 raid passes on GoFest and 12 Go, uh, raid passes for the other days. And when it like was 4 p.m., so two two hours until the end, we had rated like 
seven times at this day. Okay. Which, yeah, we, we get extra XP, extra XLs, but overall I wouldn't, wouldn't buy the, the add-ons at all. Right. And then um, with the, the, the raid uh, pass in general, what was it just like Darkrai and Cresselia as the um, like legendary raids or were there other legendaries uh, included with that? Uh, there were only Cresselia and Darkrai, as I remember. And to when you were in Berlin from Friday on, there were always Cresselia and Darkrai. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But if you are outside of Berlin, you don't have the ability to to have access to the nine extra raid passes. So we were there at Saturday evening. We were at the concert, so we couldn't spend any of those. And out of, outside of GoFest, the rates were like really every 30 minutes, every hour, so a lot of a lot of rates. But at GoFest is some somewhat disappointing to be to be honest. Yeah. Um, so trying to get, uh, uh, I just wanted to ask about the, the, um, the add-ons. It's, it's interesting to, to hear your perspective on that. I know that, uh, I think you and Wildcat pretty much sympathize on that. And then you actually experiencing it in person. It, it sounds like it, it kind of was a bust for that. Um, but you, you were in, a Britzer Garten, the, um, the park. How yeah. was that as a, as a venue? It was, it was amazing, really. I yeah. It it was the different habitats in game, but also outside. There was a little lake or several lakes in the middle of it. There were little little rivers where you could play. There were also families and, and elderly people not playing. Um. So everyone who has a annual card for this park could go in, and for everyone else it was blocked. But so it, it was a fun fun site overall and it was not too crowded you had space everywhere they made a pretty good job in setting up the the tents so everywhere was shadow if you wanted to go so it was a really a really good really good experience so they how, yeah yeah how did they break up uh the park into the different habitats um I think it was just geofencing. So they, okay. you, you, you had special central points for each habitat. For example, for molten rocks, I think it was the volcano. For, there was a garden that was the, I, I don't know the name anymore, but there was the plant-based um, habitat. There was a garden planted. And if you are near that, there's also confetti. So you, you realize where you are, but you see the spawns strictly changing. So you, when you enter the new habitat, you, you, you saw it in-game at, uh, right at the second, and which were, was important because the, there was a mission to make certain screenshots or, or snapshots of your Pokemon inside the different habitats. So that's how we experienced most of the switching there. Habitats, yeah. Was there a particular habitat that that you spent the most time in? Was there something that like you were really like wanting to catch a lot of? Uh, yeah, Skarmory wild catches. Skarmory <laughs> <Okay. laughs> in the wild um, was was the most exciting for me 
to be honest, besides the, the, the regular spawns or the special spawns, because nothing new which we haven't seen before, except for the yeah, cowboy head. Snorlax right. and the, yeah. <laughs> but Skarmory in the wild, where you catch it with a different or a lower IV floor, that excited me the most. And yeah. to, to be fair, also, the my favorite catches were like Skarmory, or I had a rank one Bastiodon. So that was more exciting than, yeah, than, than the Ultra Beast, which was okay to, to have, okay mm -hmm. to get. The IVs were pretty good for me. But um, overall, I'm at and the moment more, more excited about getting new Pokemon with good PvP IVs. Uh, that excites me more. <laughs> so your, um, your Ultra Beast exclusive was Feramosa? Yeah. What it, was the process in uh, obtaining it? What was the special research like for that? So the special research includes a lot of exploring all the habitats. So you have to go mm -hmm. through the habitats, make, as I said, snapshots out of the, in the habitats of different Pokemon you caught before, but also like uh, some tips from trainers who were before the day helped a lot because they said, hey, you have to spin new spots where it didn't happen before. You have to send new gifts with stickers to friends, but then send everything out before. Don't spin all the Pokestops at Britza Garden before you were managing to do that. And then you get to Fermosa pretty quickly. I think it was a seven stage research and you got it at stage three or four. Oh, so you can, okay. So you could encounter it later. You've got more uh, candy for it, if I'm not mistaken. And what was the last? I think at this last stage there was. What did we get there? I, I, did I, you end up getting the the Skyform Shaman? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So okay, the, the Skyform Shaman was the grand finale. Um, the Feromosa you got in the middle of the research. Um, but yeah, Skyform Shaman also not not really that interesting Pokemon. Like normal shaming, you get it. Yeah, you have you have hidden power with the wrong with the wrong uh, element, and it's like All right. I, have, I have hidden power water. It's like whew, yeah, it's it's, it's nice to have, but uh, I don't see any use in it at all. Right, <laughs> and then uh, this was also the the release of shiny. Uh, Pansier and Fungus, I believe. Did yeah. you get uh, both of those? Unfortunately, I just got the shiny Pansier. The shiny Fungus, okay. I, I haven't seen the whole day. Also, my girlfriend didn't. But overall, I think the shiny rates were pretty good. So it was not like go okay. fast. Um, even though I, 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 I like not everyone getting everything, you know, then it's nothing special anymore. But the the overall shiny rates were pretty good and I'm pretty excited. I think I got like 17, 18, but we didn't really play hardcore because it was a right. for me and my girl, girlfriend, the family trip. So if I play hardcore, yeah, that's, <laughs> um, we, we're not having a good time together. And Pokemon for right. us, it's uh, is our our shared hobby so 
Okay. And, and for that, I got the shiny pants here. I got two shiny cowboy head Snorlax, which is pretty cool. And shiny shadow, x So overall, a, a good mix. Wait a minute. Uh, just, I, I sent myself some screenshots. Not that I missed it. Uh, yeah. Uh, shiny Slagma, shiny normals to shiny unknowns. So overall, good experience. I, I, I'd say, if you catch everything in shiny, I would be a little more happy, but it, it was a way better, way better experience than in-person GoFest um, because there the shiny rates were expected to be higher, but if they weren't, here it was not like, not like community day shiny rates, but uh, of course it was, was cranked up a little, yeah, of course. Yeah. So the, 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 other thing that I wanted to, to ask you on is um, the the meet and greets of the content creators. Did you get to uh, see any of them at all? Um, I've seen them from far away. Uh, to be honest, okay. I know I have seen Trainer Club before, and I don't know any of those content creators. Um, okay. We we talked a lot about German content creators or German speaking content creators. I. I don't follow them. I, I follow mostly the English-speaking and American-based content creators. So the meetups were nice. I see them on on Instagram, but I were, wasn't there. Okay. There, if they were like from yeah, GoCast or sure, I, I would have gone. But yeah, I don't. I don't follow any European content creators. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's don't okay. Know yeah. No, and, um, were you able to participate at all in like the like check out the battle tents at all yeah. or any? Okay. The the battle tents it was really really cool experience. So I, I I started a little earlier. We entered at nine. We went to merch store. Half of the stuff was sold out already. And oh jeez. The, the special T-shirt in my size was also sold out. So okay. And then later we saw the, the battle tents. And I was like, mm, battling. I, I, I love battling, I love PvP, but I'm really bad. Yeah, I really suck at it. And my girlfriend was like, oh, come, let's try, you're good, try it. Go to battle tents. I was like, mm, I don't know. I think she might want to have a pause and just get me distracted sometime. <laughs> and so, so I went to battle tents. And it was a really good time. You you have to win three consecutive times in a row against three different trainers, and then you get a big prize. And I was like, okay, big prize. Let's let's see. Um, and this was really a mixed mixed audience there playing. And the the second battle was pretty close. Uh, third battle was then like the guy. Uh, I, I I threw a charge move. He shielded. The next time I threw a different charge move and he was like, oh, I really didn't expect to have a second move on that as well. So that was kind of the level to, to, uh, for, the, for the other players. So I was right. pretty lucky. And then I got a t-shirt <laughs> in my side as a prize just for free. And I got a download code, which includes a lead charge TM, a lead uh, fast TM. So the value of that was more than we paid for GoFest. 
So just the awesome. stuff I, I want at battle. So that was pretty cool. And yeah, the overall arrangement of the battle space also was, was pretty cool. It was pretty, pretty okay. nice. And they, they had like the type effectiveness charts. There were kids playing where really they, they explained to them how to battle, how to throw charge. And so the support of the, yeah, of the, of the stuff around how they went out for the people, how they helped people. That was really amazing. That's so good to hear. Um, when you were uh, walking around in the uh, in the venue area, how big is is the park in in general? Because you have the four habitats, and you have obviously like the vendors for like food and stuff. Then you have like the meet and greet area. But like, how big of a space are we talking? So, I I say. We were there eight hours and we managed to go through the park two and a half times. So we really oh, wow. were, were, were not walking fast. The first round, we made the missions, we, we traded, we, we battled a little. So I think the first round, we took three and a half, four hours uh, with slow walking, but not having that many pauses. So we didn't sit down and say, oh, let's stop playing. It wasn't, you could walk a lot. And to the end of the park, I'd say we've managed to spin 75% of the focus stops and 25% were still missing. So there were areas where we didn't go after all because it was really, really big. And because it was so big, it was bigger than we expected. It was not that crowded. So there was really space. It was not, not filled with people all the time. So it really mm -hmm. felt, felt also very open. Did uh, Niantic add any additional Pokestops in the yeah. space itself? Okay. Yeah, yeah, they added a lot. So there was this normal GoFest um, stops with the GoFest logo, but there were also the special meet and greet for Pikachu EV. There were the content creators. So all the stops that were on the map where you find some stuff from Niantic, from from Wayfair, everything was an own Pokestop. So they had a lot more okay. than, than usually were in the in the Britagon. Okay. Um, what would you say uh, was like one or two things that uh, they did really, really well at uh, this GoFest? I'm... It's hard for me to tell, so because I never have seen anything else. Overall, the the only bad things, in my opinion, were the that the merch was sold out so quickly and the rate passes. The rest, okay, uh, rest was really amazing. So they had this free giveaways everywhere. The stuff was really really great. So everyone was was friendly. They had food everywhere. So in general, the overall experience was pretty good. So there's nothing stand out the most from Niantic um, okay. without, without that being negative. I think the overall, what they did, how they did, that was really, really amazing. Um, That's awesome to hear. And to, to be fair, when, when talking about the price of GoFest, um, 
it's hard for me to say if you if the ticket would better be a 20 euro or dollar or 40 or 50 if you if you think about it you spend so much money to go there so much money to to attend it's not really that big a deal if it's 10 euro more or less in my opinion but overall i would totally do it again yeah where is there a place uh that that you're hoping that that they bring GoFest next year or do you want it back in in berlin uh to be very egoistic yeah of course berlin <laughs> just pretty, <laughs> pretty easy to get so we 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 thought about going to sevilla to safari zone i was like oh you, you can't fly that directly you have to get it two different planes so the easier it is for 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 me the there's more certain I would attempt. So I I probably say if it's any bigger city in Europe where you can fly, I totally go again. And yeah, it, it, I think it doesn't matter where exactly. If you can go there without without getting poor or without spending two days of traveling just for half a day of GoFest, I would totally do it again. Did you feel that? with the amount of time uh, that you spent in the park at GoFest, that there was a substantial amount of stuff to do that, that could fill the entire time? So yeah, there wasn't ab- any like, okay. Ab- absolutely. So uh, we, we were the whole time playing. And as I uh-huh. said, we weren't extensively playing. So it was not like AR fast catch all the time. And I have to say, I'm not a very social guy, so I didn't think at all speaking to foreigners, to people I don't know. But there were people with the signs on their backpacks saying, oh, I want to have this Pokemon, I trade this. And so we got in touch with a lot of trainers, talked with a lot of people trading and socializing. And that was really, really nice. So this is also kind of the experience for me mm-hmm. to play a to play a slow game to to enjoy the day because yeah for sure i could could have caught five times the scammeries for me but that was was not the point about going go, to go fast it was really to enjoy everything every aspect of the game and we did a lot more than we we thought or than i thought and the overall, the audience and the players were really, really mixed. I didn't expect that. So all ages from really kids that hardly could hold their iPhone or iPad to really <laughs> people like six, 60 plus, which you saw already in the hotel, or you saw at the at the train station. So it was really a, a really friendly, also family friendly environment, in my opinion. That's amazing to hear. Um, wrapping up, is there anything else about uh, like GoFest that that you wanted to share? Anything that stood out in your in your mind? Um, what stood out really was the was the social aspect of it. So getting in touch with other people, getting getting in touch with people you never talked to before. I wanted to meet some trainers I've been friends with. From, from other discords, but apparently they were all Saturday and I, I was Sunday, so that, that didn't work out. But okay. 
the social aspect of bringing the people together and really creating this experience um, stands out the most. And I think for me, that was more important than the 20 shiny or the, the, the Pokemon I didn't have before. The overall experience and getting in touch with people and enjoying the game all together in this huge community, that was, was the most, most important thing for me, I, I think. That's great to hear. Marcel, thanks for coming on to the BTW PvP podcast and talking about your experience. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm really, I, I was really excited and nervous. And uh-huh. I, yeah, I, I love talking about stuff I like. And I like Pokemon Go a lot. So um, I'm really, really happy to share this experience. Yeah, well, you're welcome back anytime, man. This has been a great conversation. I appreciate it. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. I, um, I, I'm looking forward to it. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.